I've forgotten how I wanted to start it. To start it. So what are we going with? Reasons, reasoning, reasoning, reasoning and seasoning. I like that reasoning and seasoning. Right. <laughs> <laughs> tuned in, locked in, tuned in. Actually, do I? What do I want to be called? I got Sims Simba. I'm just gonna go Ellington. Hello, everybody. This is the reason the season. Hi. This is a podcast. Each week, <laughs> a lot of shit going on. <laughs> 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 all right, look. All right, all right. Yeah, let's just blast into it and see what comes out, bro. <laughs> Dive in. <laughs> Make sure you tune in every I'm week. Cancel that one. I just said a bag of shit. What? We're just two guys. That you want to hear? <laughs> what? What? No, was that right? <laughs> What's going on, people? You're now tuned into the Reasoning and Seasoning podcast with myself, Ellington, and myself, King Sims. We're just two guys chopping it up, talking shit about topics you want to hear. And of course, we put our own seasoning on it. So make sure you catch us each and every week. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite um, movie franchise? Ooh, favorite movie franchise, or at least one that you like sits in your top like. Um, do you know what I p- would probably say Iron Man that's uh, a massive shout actually yeah um, other than that um, yeah I don't know what's yours Ghostbusters Ghostbusters ah yeah. Ghostbusters so like I see Netflix put up the the first one. Yeah. They must put it up recently. Um, so I watched that. Came out in 1984, man. Mad. Sick. Yeah. And I still love it the same way I did when I first used to watch it when I was younger. <laughs> like, it was weird. Um, I remember watching it and thinking, I used to watch this when I was younger. Like, Saturday morning, I'd come down the stairs and I, I, I'm, I was weird like that. Yeah. I used to either watch Ghostbusters, like, it was my morning, Saturday morning ritual. Yeah. Whilst I was having my breakfast and doing whatever or doing, like, my homework or whatever. It would either be um, Ghostbusters 2 mm-hmm. or um, Moonwalker. Remember the Michael oh, Jackson yeah, biopic? Yeah, thing? yeah. It was either one of them two. Did you never get fed up with them? Because ultimately it's the same thing. It's the same movie. It's not changing. Yeah, you're, I know. You're just going to rewatch. But I just loved it. it and was, then you, you're going to have it committed to memory. So you're going to know exactly yeah. word for word. But the thing is, I never got bored of watching either of them. Uh, it's, it was a weird thing. Like now, I would never do that. Uh, like I'm not really a I'm not really a you know how some people will hear a tune that they like and yeah. beat it to the point where they don't like it. Yeah. I'm not even like that now. But okay. back in the day I just used to love them two films. Yeah. I used to love it. Like Ghostbusters 2 is my favorite sequel movie. Ah, uh, okay. You know what I mean? So of yeah. all the of all the franchises that have had like a part 2 or part 3, mm-hmm. that's my favorite sequel movie. Okay. Actually, I'll I'll revisit and scrap that um over I am Iron Man's great. Love it. Um, Jurassic Park <laughs> yeah I absolutely I remember that's, a, that's a good shout yeah to watch Jurassic Park after so much hype yeah and it did not disappoint as a kid it did not disappoint and then like any opportunity if it comes up on TV mm. uh, if I record it whatever if mm. I, I will re-watch it and I think it's funny you say that actually. my view count on that yeah. movie is probably clocked <laughs> 30 easily on 30 different occasions I've had a choice and I've picked Jurassic it's funny you say that actually because that came on TV not that long ago and I watched it thing is though with Jurassic Park that's a great film Uh but Jurassic Park 2 Jurassic Park 3 
Oh, good Lord. It pretty much, it was on the verge of undoing everything that Jurassic Park did. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then, and then Jurassic World. Yeah. I felt that was good. That got a lot of slack for some reason, but I quite liked it. See, I, I, same way, I, I quite liked it as well, but people slated it. Yeah. Just because I think at the time it was like a slating trend. Like people just Mm. wanted to take pride out of enjoy out of there's some great films that have come out like in recent times that people have just jumped on it's more popular to hate it than to like it yeah <laughs> i've noticed that as well and i i think it's more kind of um in recent times i've seen some great films come out but people seem to be jumping on this like oh everyone's a film critique now sometimes just shut up and say it was good because yeah. you know it was good but you want to seem like the 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 top tier learned member who's gonna <laughs> talk about flipping nuance and like shut up. Imagine you being just, movie. Did you like the film? Yes. Man, I'm out here pretending to be movie woke. Exactly. <laughs> All kinds of terms you did not know till you went on like flipping Red Tomatoes or whatever the website is. You're the regurgitating. Tomatoes, yeah. Tomatoes, yeah, regurgitating someone else's view. Someone who's actually a film critic. And you're saying those words again. You like so you liked how they articulated themselves, so you just jumped on you it. You jumped on it. But really, yeah, you liked the film. Yeah, it's true. You liked the film. But yeah, so. I think I think Jurassic World was good. Jurassic World 2, the storyline just went left. <laughs> no rights. Yeah. Left. Full circle yeah. left. But one thing <laughs> I enjoyed was watching the progression of, obviously, CGI. Yeah. And how, yeah. like, if... I, I just can't get my head around it. Like it's just, it was just so good. Um, and obviously, where it came from, you when you go back and watch and the watch first Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park yeah. you're just like, mm-hmm. at the time, this impressed me. But yo, but yeah, they they moved that on magnificently, bro. So yeah. So speaking of like critique of like sequels, um, I know you've watched Coming to America too, right? Oh boy. Oh, I've boy. not watched it yet. I watched the first one. Oh, you my, watched it yet? No, my plan was, because obviously we, you spoke about this last week. Yeah. My plan was to watch the first one mm-hmm. and then pull out the second one straight away. Oh, okay. I was watching the first one and towards the end of the first one, I got distracted with something and I never ended up watching the second one. Oh, okay. But, um, and then I've just been busy. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to watch it this weekend, I think. Oh, but okay. I've heard, I can't even say it's mixed reviews. I've heard everyone saying that it's not good mm-hmm. but equally i'm kind of like is it not good because it's not as good as the first one or mm-hmm. is it just not a good film yeah do you know what i mean because i think there is a lot of hype there was there is a lot of and there was a lot of hype going into this film yeah like bad boys three mm. but is are you basing it on the are you comparing it to the first one yeah which was groundbreakingly hilarious mm-hmm. Or are you just comparing it by your own standard of movie? Yeah. And I think some people have... I don't, I don't know. I'd have to see it for myself. But this is why, especially films, Yeah. I don't really listen to critiques of films or reviews or whatever because I'm just like, I don't know why you have decided to... What what angle you're looking at this from. Exactly. So I just watch it for myself. And my kind of like approach to anything entertainment-wise is, does it entertain me? Yeah. Yeah. If it doesn't entertain me, then for me, it's not a good film. Mm. But I wouldn't go out of my way and say that is a crap film. Actually, yeah. there's a couple of films that I say like, oh, this film is... But even then, I don't say they're crap films. I just say they are boring. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Do you know what I mean? They are boring films 
to me. Yeah, like, same way I'll say, yeah, just just not for me. Yeah, yeah, I've kind of take take the uh, diplomatic approach and be like, you know what, someone out there likes it. So, yeah, there's so many times <laughs> I find myself like sat in cinemas. And I'll burst out laughing at a bit that no one else is laughing at. Yeah. Just because I'll find it funny. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, and then the whole cinema will like be rip-raw laughing at something. And I'll be sat there looking around like I'm watching the same movie. Yeah, I know. So yeah, that's exactly. That's my kind of like thing. So like, I mean, if you're comparing it to the first one, I can't see how they could top it. The royal penis is clean, your highness. <laughs> well, this is the problem. So, she's your queen. This, this Bare quotables in that film, you know. Bare quotables. And they are a victim of their own strengths. Because Basically, yeah. without, without being... Okay, do you mind if I just... just no, nah, like, do, do you know what? And this is another thing with me. Spoilers, mm. don't make... Don't, don't make, bother don't, don't bother Okay, so... Only time a spoiler has ever really pissed me off. Yeah. Is when they told when I found out that um, Tony Stark died in Endgame before uh, I'd even watched the film. Okay. I was furious. Uh, I was. I unfollowed that person. So. I unfollowed him, yeah, and they asked me, so. "Oh, why you you unfollowed me?" I said, "Bro, you ruined Endgame for me." Yeah. Like, oh shit! Did you not see Big Man? It had only been out for a day and a half. <laughs> what do you been mean? Out for an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, everyone's seen it now. Oh, fuck off. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> do you know what? It's um. Okay, with coming, coming to America, this, like, how I feel about these big quotables that you mentioned just there mm-hmm. and these big funnies that, that made that film, like some of the ones that you've quoted just straight away. Just They've, <laughs> instead of introducing new funnies that are, you know, I don't know how, I don't know who the writers were on this, mm. if they were the same or whatever, but they've just tried to build on those same quotables. Oh, they just regurgitated them. Yeah. So, uh, Royal Penis Clean, <clears throat> they've done a f- female equivalent uh, with a dude uh, doing the same to, like, I won't spoil who the character is, but it's, do you know what I mean? It's like, hmm. give us something else that's funny. I'm not going to laugh at this twice. The first time around, I wasn't expecting it. That's why I laughed. Yeah, sure. And then it was, do you know what I mean? Now you're just doing it again. And now it's like, it seems uh-huh. lazy, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, but you give us something new. You've already said that. Because uh, that's the thing. We've come into America because it had so many new jokes. It was like, yeah, like you said, we weren't expecting it. So it was yeah. all new material. It was raw. Like Eddie yeah. Murphy, it was raw. Like it was, it was different. It was new. Um, and I think regurgitating jokes the second time around are never going to be as funny exactly you know what exactly. I mean so there's only a few things in life that you can revisit and yeah. they'll be funny yeah or they'll be better than the first mm-hmm. food leftover food yeah you know when the season had, seasons had time to really marinate in the food <laughs> and you know you heat up again you know that's a, yeah. but other than that mm, yeah first time is always the best time man see the first time around as well the, the different situations that they ended up in which were just like wild outrageous and i wasn't i didn't know where this was gonna go mm. but now it's just kind of like it's it's predictable you know it's, it's so yeah. predictable in a sense of like um i i know where the action is going next There's, there wasn't any surprises in there mm. there wasn't anything that's like oh i thought they would have done this but instead they did this it was like yeah thought they were gonna do that and here we are 
Do you know what I'm... Ex- so, obviously, like, I've been told that they've... It wasn't just you that said this, but I'm, I was expecting... You know, like, how when The Incredibles 2 was coming out? Yeah. There was hype because, what, it had been, like, what, 15 or so years mm. since the first one? Yeah. And I feel that that long-awaited sequel lived up to its hype. Mm. I mean... Of, of course, it's not as going to be as it's not as big a deal as like Eddie Murphy's movies, but you know it did what it was supposed to do. Um, Star Wars, oh. the long-awaited hype. Oof. I feel like it lived up to it. Yeah. Obviously, there were die-hard fans that were like, "Nah, this isn't any good." That Jar 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 Binks is killing it and all the rest of it. And where I do think Jar Jar Binks is quite irrelevant in that Star Wars movie, I still don't think it was a shit film. I think mm. it, you know, the Episode One was dope, but. I am starting to believe that this Come to America 2 could have been someone great. It had, do you know what it is? It had got so many big hitters. Mm. Tracy Morgan, Wesley Snipes. See this? Just so other, so many other big hitters and returning hitters. Yeah. That you're just like, this film cannot fail for the fact that it's got all these people in it. Yeah. And yeah, I so, mean, I, I reserve my genuine judgment, but I'm not really hearing. Now you, I'm hit, not hearing. Like, if it was, if it did what I expected it to do, I would have heard so many memes yeah. haven't even touched it. Yeah, meme so, pages haven't even touched it yet. There's, this, there's clearly no quotables from it. You've hit such a crucial point in how I feel about this film. It did not, in terms of like all the features and who was, you know, who was lined up to be in it. And, that's the big thing that I took from it. Mm. Every few seconds, like, oh shit, this person's in it. Oh shit, that's what. There was so many oh shit moments. Mm. So and so's in it, but there wasn't an overwhelming. This is hilarious part. Yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. kind of like you keep getting introduced to so many different people and being like, oh, mm. everyone's in this film. So I walk away from the film and I'm like, yep, that's the big thing about it. They managed to get everyone. Who's anyone in it? I'll watch it this weekend and I'll do a brief recap for next week. Basically, what I'm doing now is a before and after kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like, I'm coming at it from a, I wonder how the hype's going to be. And, you know, I'm looking at it and I'm, mm. it's not really doing, it's not really licking the internet down like I thought it was going to be doing. But yeah, it is what it is. One saving grace, I'm just glad they didn't have Kevin Hart in it because... That <laughs> that's all oversaturated to think, the max. Do you think they've they've just excluded him on purpose? Because um, who? Would, what? If it was a conscious decision, then I applaud them for it. I applaud them for it because, yeah, that would have just been like ah, you you're doing too much. You're everywhere. Give us a break. Yeah, do you know true. what I mean? I can't go on to it. I mean, to his credit, he works hard, but the kind of comedy that I watch, he's all up in them. And sometimes I mm. want a break. Sometimes yeah, I need a break. I think I think Kevin Hart does well to do. He does this one character, yeah, very well. The like the very easily irritable, agitated, you know, panicky, yeah, kind of like characters trying his hardest, yeah, but he's still quite like not figured it out yet. Exactly. He's got that kind of like, and and that's kind of why you like him because he paints himself to be like the underdog who overly. Uh, you know, who eventually triumphs. Yeah. But, do you know what I mean? It's not really, I can't see how in the Coming to America franchise that would fit. 
because mm. we're talking about kings and queens here. Like, yeah. like they figured that shit out. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> okay, okay. Damn. I can't get my head away from. Obviously, this week, this week has been an eventful week in terms of uh, the news. You can't go on a news website or pick up any paper print of the news mm. without seeing Harry and Meghan, Harry and Meghan. Harry the and royal Meghan. penis is... This has been get out week for real. Yeah, man. Like, for real, for real. Now, I found something really funny on the internet. Uh, it speaks so much to the actual situation. And I had a discussion, a, a bit of a heated discussion with someone. Um, and I was just asking them, look, in your opinion, do you or do you not feel that Megan, the, the media seems to be obsessed with her uh, and they never, you know, they do the most to try and paint her in a negative light. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that is the case uh, or not? And if not, then what's your justification? If so, then I'm here. I'm here for it. Let's talk about it. Uh, this person was coming from the viewpoint of like, well, no, it's, uh, you know, it's, if you think about it, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a cultural thing. It's not to do with race. It's a cultural thing because she's uh, American and she's an actress and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, hold on. So is that the reason for all the hatred? This, this frames it perfectly. That, even if that were true, that's still not enough. That still doesn't justify It's still justify not it. enough. Yeah, exactly. So it's even if enough. you are going with that, if that's yeah. the mountain you want to die on, yeah. trust me, there are bodies up there. Trust me, exactly. <laughs> so... So then I saw um, there was a, a news article that mm. directly compares uh, the news uh, and tabloids coverage oh, of Kate between Kate and, and Megan. Yeah. And when you put them side by side, mm -hmm. it is just unreal and astonishing. I'll give you one example, which a lot of people will be familiar with. It's when Kate was pregnant mm. and uh, the headline was bumping along nicely. The Duchess was seen placing a protective hand on her tummy as she exited the event. Okay? Now, Megan with bump got... Personally, I find the cradling a bit like those signs in the back of cars, baby on board, virtue signaling, as though the rest of us barren harridans deserve to burn alive in our cars. What? Whoa. And then, That's even further... Rich, man. Even further, I won't cover all of them because there's like... I think there's upwards of 30 examples where it's just day and night and it's like, it's wild. Yeah. But this one made me laugh. Um, it's about uh, Kate eating avocados, right? Oh my God, <laughs> I saw this one. Yeah, the headline was Kate's morning sickness cure. Prince William gifted with an avocado for pregnant duchess. Kate and William, their version. Prince William was given one of the green fruit wrapped up in a bow by a little boy whose mother is suffering during her pregnancy too. He said he'd take it to Kate and see what happens and said, good luck for the boy's mummy. Okay. Meg Megan's version. <laughs> the pregnant Duchess of Sussex and so-called avo on, avocado on toast whisperer is wolfing down a fruit linked to water shortages, Jesus. illegal deforestation, and all-round general environmental devastation. <laughs> I think the worst part about that is the absolute reach like that person, that person has basically done a whole bag of research yeah. of deforestation, yeah. illegal, like water shortages, yeah. and the economic state of the country in which this exactly. affects. Yeah, only to say she is advocating for this. Exactly. So they've she, educated themselves so they can so they can bash her. Yeah, 
she's consumed one avocado on the scissors. She's not ordered truckloads and tons. Do you know what's funny? Did she even out. eat it? Do we have proof that she even digested Bro, this thing? It's just so wild. And there's so many more examples <clears throat> and I'm just like, I mean, cool. so, stuff like that doesn't surprise me. I mean, they do it with like Rashford and Sterling. Yeah. They do it with black footballers. They've been doing it with black they've footballers. Been doing it. They, they've they, been doing it. The tablo- certain tabloids, you know, at this point, if you don't see the racial bias in mm-hmm. certain tabloids, you are choosing not to see racial bias or you see it and you agree with it, but you know you can't come out openly and say you agree with it. So you yeah. make excuses for it. Exactly. That is the fucking truth of that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I watched this. I watched it at 9 p.m. on mm-hmm. STV. That's, oh, I watched it. That's the ITV Apple for those. Morning, that's the ITV in Scotland for those of you who are listening from um, below the border. Um, I watched it and I thought to myself, I'm watching it and I'm like, wow, they are really speaking. Mm. But at the same time, I, I wasn't shocked. I was just like, wow. I was more shocked that she was out here saying it so. Yeah. Not even openly. She had to censor some stuff, and I'm sure I know they edited. Certain oh things. yeah. I edit this podcast every week. Yep. I know what editing looks and sounds like. Yeah. So, so when I saw certain things, when I saw certain clips being, I said, you can even throw a little transition in between. Exactly. <laughs> Give us a swipe. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? A starburst. Do you know what I mean? something. A little gift. Or segue by, you know, there's those kind of like, it's a shot where literally like they'll they'll focus on a chair or something or like it's a split second. <laughs> yeah. But when they come back, they ain't on the same shot. Yeah. Clear as day. Or they are on the same shot, but she's got a different tone of voice. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So, so I was more shocked at the fact that she was willing to say these things and mm. speak so brazenly about it. Yeah. Well, not brazenly, but just so openly about it. As opposed to the shock that of finding out that this is what's been going on. Mm-hmm. I am not surprised Neither am I. About from this behavior. Yeah. This is the same family who are trying to cover up a pedophilic member of their family. Yeah. Like let's 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 put things into context here. Mm-hmm. Like they they are not the perfect family. They are they and and even more context. Twelve hundred years of systemic racism. Yeah. To uphold a monarch, which we no longer even need benefit from or even want for the majority. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. at some point you've got to think to yourself, like, I'm not surprised. Mm. I think she went into this situation, not the interview, but she went into going out with Harry and marrying Harry rather naively. Mm. I think that's partially her fault for not doing her research. You know you're not marrying just into any ordinary family. Mm -hmm. You're not even marrying into just a rich family or a wealthy family. You're marrying into a royal family. There's a whole bag of situations that you need to accustom to before you say yes or Mm. I do. So I think she went into it naive, mm-hmm. which is for her to own. I think also Harry dropped the ball on that one. Yeah, He should have been up front and st- not stern, but he should have been very, very, look, yeah. <laughs> but who's you to need say- to know that you need to know that this ain't. Yeah. Who's to say he didn't, you know, have that conversation and convey that info to her? Because this is the thing, like. I would imagine at a very early stage, given what Harry's been through and what the media did to his mother, that he would have been like, look, this is how it bees out here and the media going to come for you mm-hmm. in the same way that they did, they, they did my mother. Okay, so um, I have a response to that. Not an answer, mm-hmm. a response. So remember the part where she said um, she didn't even realize that she had to curtsy for the queen. She didn't oh. even know what a curtsy was. She had Man. to Google it. Yeah. And she was outside practicing before she went in and met the queen because Harry, in the car, on the way to meet the queen, yeah. they were like, look, I know she's my grandmother. Mm-hmm. 
but she is the queen. You yeah. will have to curtsy. Mm. And it's just like, oh, she was like, oh, I didn't realize that was something you had to do behind closed doors. I thought yeah. that was just something for show and tell. Uh, and it was like, no, 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 no. This is the queen. Like yeah. before anything else, when you meet her, she is the queen. Yeah. So that shows that he didn't really put her on. Oh, okay. Put her on game. Yeah, way. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and what was my what was my other point? Um, but do you think that's in an effort to kind of Oh, keep her away oh, from sorry. certain. Yeah. My other point was, mm. who amongst us is really delving into the the depths and the intricacies of their family? None. Exactly. Yeah. So when people are like, "Oh, he should have told her," like I think, even though I'm saying he should have informed her, I do think he should have. Mm -hmm. But for me to sit here and be like, "Nah, he's wrong for not doing that," I'm like. <clears throat> Can anyone here say that they, when they were meeting somebody, when they were dating somebody, that they were upfront and told, divulged all the info on, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's only when it's about to happen do you start telling people stuff. So I think he took that casually. Okay. I think that was his, that's his L. He mm. took um, Megan meeting his family very casually okay. and he shouldn't have. So mm. he did drop the ball, but, you know, we can drop the ball as regular everyday you know joe blogs yeah, or whatever there's more at stake but there's more at stake when you're dealing with that yeah. so, and he should have known because he's inherited that he's in born into it so he should have known that there were do you know what i mean yeah um so there's 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 different kind of elements to it um but yeah like i, th I think it just it was just naive on on their part mm -hmm. and i don't think that makes them wrong yeah i think the naivety comes from the fact that there is an establishment that you have to adhere to. Yeah. There are rules and regulations that you have to adhere, you have to adhere to. Yeah. Protocols, these aren't these aren't normal things that people are, you know. I mean, I mean, look at Harry. Harry's mm. let's be honest, Harry been anti-establishment for a very long this time. This is what I'm saying. He just so can't this he just can't divorce from it as easy because they are his brother, they are his dad, they are yeah. his grandmothers. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it's like he can't just detach himself from it. Yeah. But my man wore a Nazi uniform to a Halloween party when he was a teenager. Yeah. This brother don't give a fuck. Mm. He was in the trenches in yeah. Afghanistan serving terms. Yeah. These things are not done by royals and he mm. went out and did it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He was, he was his mother's child, mm. whereas William is his father's child. Yeah. So we should have seen this coming. Yeah. But the, the issue that I'm kind of starting to see is people are like going at Meghan. I'm like, this ain't Meghan's... This is Megan's problem, but it's not her fault. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a, that puts it so perfectly. Like, it is her problem, and it's now something that, in terms of how you deal with it and how... I get it, there's interviews, there's whatever, but there's certain ways that, ultimately, the way that this has been dealt with now in terms of, like, the, the public fanfare around it... Mm -hmm. Like, for goodness sake, I'm sitting there. I don't give a rascal about the royal family. But mm -hmm. I'm sitting there with popcorn watching. Because mm -hmm. it's, it's the ultimate shade-throwing event of the year. Same. And I'm not even, I'm not even like a reality TV person. Like, like I don't really... I don't, I don't watch Love Island. I never used to watch Big Brother like that. I don't watch any of these programs that yeah. are designed to, like, be dramatic. Yeah. But this, I thought, do you know what? I want to at least hear what is being said here. 
Yeah. I don't just want this to be a whisper in the wind and, you know, just a blip on social media's radar I, or or see it all on, see it all kicking off and me by the sideline not really knowing what's happening. Yeah. I want to be involved and understand what's going on. Yeah. Not involved, but I want to understand from my what's own right. perspective, having seen what's been presented yeah. for my own, instead of just piecing it together. Yeah. And it really does upset me mm-hmm. when I see people who are not white, mm-hmm. not British, and not males yeah. talking, throwing shade on Megan. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not even pro Megan. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this establishment that you're inadvertently defending by mm-hmm. bashing Megan is designed to fuck you over. Yet yeah. here you are you. talking about she's wrong. Yeah. No. For 1,200 years, the royal family have been wrong. The sovereign have been wrong. Mm. And you're defending it because one person has said, I'm not really into this. Yeah. I'm going to depart. Mm. You, you're mad at somebody for leaving. Yeah. And telling you why they've left. Yeah. Instead, like she could have just stayed there, complained and just tried to inveigle yeah. her way in and tear it down from the inside. Yeah. But she didn't. Mm. She was amicable and said, you know what? We don't want no parts of this. Exactly. Let's and bounce. Harry, For our safety. Exactly. And Harry supporting his wife in this instance. Big. Where that is a big respect because I'll tell you something. He knows the drill. This is what they did to his mother. Exactly. This is what they, we went through. Exactly. Um, someone uh, posted something that, uh, you know, when they had to do the street procession for his, uh, with his mother's casket. Um, oh, when 97, when she thought, yeah, when she and the a, apparently he uh really w- didn't want to do that, but there was a lot of pressure from obviously the, mm-hmm. the whole fanfare of the media and everything, yeah. Um, and what it represents, all that kind of stuff. But as a however old he was, boy, he was grieving, he didn't want to, do you know what I mean? So it's pretty mad. But when you said about um, obviously William being his um. His, his father's son and, you know, mm. that, that whole slant on it. Let's talk about Harry's dad. <laughs> James, what, what's his name? James Hewitt, the, the, the one that Diane had the affair with. Oh. And when you put the pictures next to each other. Yeah, that's kind of mad. It's spitters. It's like, whoa. Mm. <laughs> Do you know, see, see, it would be a bit of a reach if he, let he was like, picture, let me get he was just... Red, red, red-headed, do you know what I mean? Mm. If that was it. But literally, if you put their pictures next to each other, at the age that he is, that Harry is now, yeah, you would say bigger brother, younger brother. Yeah, he's got a look. But then, to be fair, he does also have similar traits for his for Charles. There's a little something in there that's, that's kind of Charles-ish. So I don't know. But I mean, will we ever know? Will we ever find out? Let's be honest. Yeah, we ain't never going to find out. So, but, um, well, we won't ever find out. But even still, bro, man, ca- like... Ca- like, I, I'm so sorry. Like... Yeah, I know. I just saw that one. I, I, I cannot... <laughs> like, it's... You... <sighs> like, can you, can you bleed yeah, any more flabbergasted? It, it does. But then, like I said... As a judge, if someone shows me this in the court of law, I'm not taking TNA. I'm <laughs> granting the funds and I'm being like, look, don't, don't waste my time in here. You are the father. Yeah. <laughs> Chasing I'm, man down the corridor with the camera. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, don't don't piss me off with this. Don't waste my time with this. Get out. But no, I think, I think... Um, but I think you see the part when Harry said um, that he, he is... 
distanced himself from his brother. At the moment, the relationship is distant mm. and he hasn't spoken to his dad for a while. In my head, I'm like, these motherfuckers, mm. they Imagine. have basically, in my eyes, it, what it looks like is they've chosen their status over their family, mm. over their bloodline. Yeah. They've said, I'm next in line to be king or I'm two away from being king. Yeah. So you're kind of bad press for me. If I liaise kind with of you, bad news, Brussels. Yeah. If I liaise with you, then it kind of brings me down, and then it calls the whole family into question. And you know, we can't be royals. I can't be the next king and have yeah. all this kicking off. Yeah. So, mm, do you know what I mean? And in my head, I'm like, if if that is the case, mm. that's sickening to me. It's scoundrel behavior, bro. That's the behavior of a me. scoundrel. That like, like to think that his dad's not even backing him, and his brother's not backing him. Yeah. It's true what they say, man. You can choose. You can't choose your family. Mm-hmm. You cannot yep. choose your family, boy. That's true. And I know there's a lot of people that will listen to this and be like, you know what? You can't. I got some scoundrels in my family too. You Trust know what I mean? Me. We all got them. <laughs> they're <But>. somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's always a troublemaker, or when you need them, they're not there. They yeah. just conveniently ghost, or do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. That, if that is the case, that's some snake shit, man. Yeah. My son can't be dealing with all of this and me not be involved. Exactly. Are you crazy? Exactly. But amidst all this, you know, kickoff and uh, the focus seems to have shifted onto Piers Morgan and him um, walking out. Walking Listen, out. that guy got ghosted and has been bitter ever since. I didn't know that story until um, one of the pages that I follow on IG yeah, yeah, yeah. posted. I, I didn't I said, know. No, neither did I. I and didn't but know it makes slid. sense. All every time she's brought up, he just writhes in his own yeah. skin. Like, oh my god, how dare she be around? She didn't give me the light of day. How? But did he really, Piers Morgan? Did he really think he was gonna hit? Come Listen, on. when you when you know Come when on. you see what Piers when you, Piers Morgan must have an ego the size yeah. of his chin. But he, he must that one know of them chins own, that he's got. Yeah. he doesn't. He must he think must he's. He thinks levels. he's in his in his group. He must he must be the waviest because he's on TV. Yeah. Rich white man. He's got a very influential. He had an influential. I'd love to job. see his track record in terms of like past. I just don't think he's on that. Piers Morgan don't get home. Nah, man. <laughs> he, I, he don't got bitches. He in his own mind, like, no matter like his whole criteria for success and everything that he's done, and he's a he's a he's a household name. Piers Morgan, blah blah. But he's a household name for being a dickhead. He's a household so, name for the same reason. He should know his own um, levels. And Katie Hopkins is a household name. Exactly. He's that. That's the level for of being a, that's the level a bitter he is. fool. Like I'll say this though. So Piers Morgan has got a superpower but he chooses to use it for bad more for evil more than he does good. Yeah. So, remember when he's all those politicians during the pandemic and he's sticking it on Matt Hancock. Mm. That's you using your power of interrogation and shaming for what I think is good. Mm. These people need to be held accountable. Yeah. You're forcing them to you reveal their colors. Whether mm. they ever take responsibility for what they've done, but you've done enough to force their real intentions or their lack of intentions to the surface. Yeah. However, when you choose to use your powers for bad, mm. this is what he does 97, 98% of the time. Yeah. So where I think he's got a very powerful quality to him, he uses it for negative, mm. to, 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 in, to, to, you know, just bash people and, and shame people for the wrong reasons or shame people out of context. And it's just like, mate, you're just a bully. Yeah. But when you're a bully on the right side, go true. Yeah. Like when you're doing it for moral and ethical reasons, like morally um, ethical reasons that like help society. Yeah. Then cool. That's what you should be using it for. But you're not. You're using your, I don't believe anything she says. 
Big man, you're just mad. Yeah. You're just angry. Big you're just man. bitter. Big, big man. You stormed off your own show. Yeah. Imagine, imagine someone comes to your house, yeah. says something you don't like, mm. and you leave your own house. Do you know how much of a bitch that makes you look? <laughs> Think about the bills and the council taxes. Yeah. How does that work? He didn't even like, say to my man, nah, you need to leave. Yeah. He left his own show. But he didn't even like bring it to a point of like, I, he didn't control the conversation. He didn't even like, rebuttal. I he just went silent, you, went in a huff and there. then left. No, Bad said, I am physically leaving. Do you know what? <laughs> and that just tells me that in that scenario, yeah. he didn't have anything that he could, he didn't, he couldn't justify what he was yeah, saying. He threw, threw his toys out the pram. Basically, yeah. yeah. And yeah. stormed off. And it's just like, and then, and then it was like, what's it? <laughs> the, um, the ITV press secretary, when it says, um, and we have nothing more to add. I mm. said, that means they said to you, you leave or we fire you. Yeah. You jump or we push you. Yeah. So for your own, for your, for your own public image, mm. at least if you leave, you can control the narrative on this one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? Because obviously if ITV were to say anything extra, yeah. they're liable for slander and all the rest of it. So exactly. they just said, we have nothing to add. Yeah. I said, that says every, I'm, ter- I'm interpreting that as you have bare things to add, yeah, but you won't. Exactly. Because you are a company yeah. and he is replaceable. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's bare people that can replace yeah. him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the same well, way he got to where he is, they can make a next one easily. Do you know what I mean? So hundred percent. Yeah. And to be honest, He's just been, and then all of the stuff that has he's done over the years—a little little show reel of like misogyny and like racist comments and like ignorant <laughs> bias—you know—the comments that he's made over the, his career at G, um, Good Morning Britain. Yeah, and you're just like, yeah, this. How has this guy been here long for so coming. long? Yeah, long time coming. Yeah, I mean, it's like raw, old traditional white man racism has just been sitting there for but, everyone to see, you know and what? it gets picked up on every now and then. But when you put it all together. Yeah. on some montage of fuckeries you're like this motherfucker was bad like mm-hmm. he's very very bad for the for the public to be consuming yeah. over their breakfast man are, man and women are drinking coffee consuming this toxicity but you know what? This, Jesus. this is the crazy thing when when people people like this um one example that I'll give is when you read when you go on a website like daily mail and any such story, any polarizing headline story, mm. uh, especially when it comes down to moral viewpoints on, you know, topics like even topics, racism, like the, the whole Matt, Harry Megan thing and mm. all of these things, like all of these opinion based pieces go to the comments and you will find a lot of people agreeing with some vile, vile viewpoints saying some vile things, saying some horrible things, out and out racist things, saying, but ultimately you find so many instances where people take their view or their opinion from what they see on shows like Good Morning Britain. They don't have their own view on this, Mm -hmm. but because of what they've heard on TV, they'll reword it slightly and they'll convince themselves that they came up with it. But really and truly, you saw someone like Piers Morgan tell it to you with big long words and you thought you know what this guy really knows what he's on about and yeah 100 percent, i'm with that in fact that's how i feel in fact i feel very strongly about they adopt this. it yeah they adopt it as their own they and adopt, then you see these yeah. people like they won't um in terms of 
you know, if someone even goes against what they say, the kind of herd and crowd kind of like, yeah. It becomes a witch hunt is, at that point. Yeah, exactly. This is us. Do you know what that's like? Mm. What we spoke about earlier when people like, uh, it was a trend to hate certain movies. Yeah. It's exactly what that is. It's exactly. just an echo chamber. Yeah. Somebody says something, somebody voices their opinion and, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Yeah. If you are going to be arrogant enough to, to, to phrase it as facts, Mm. that's when you need to back it up. Yeah. But if you're just stating your opinion and you've got your own outlook on it, cool. Yeah. But a lot of people uh, have got the ability to take vile, um, negative, misogynistic, you know, whatever the case may be and articulate it to a point where it sounds educated. Mm. And now people who aren't as educated or aren't as articulate are reading this or hearing these words and thinking, oh, that sounds intelligent. Yeah. So let me side with that because then I'll sound intelligent. All right. But the yeah. re and then we say, oh, well, that sounds intelligent, so it must be true. So therefore, I agree with that term. Yeah. And it's just like, no. Yeah. That Don't is not that. how that works. Don't do that. The Don't devil that. has a silver tongue, you know? It's yeah. not, do you know what I mean? Like, it's, we got to understand, like, uh, it just, evil doesn't just come in, like, slanders and swear words and, like, derogatory language. Yeah. It can come by, to the point where it can come by form of, you know, almost sounded like a backhanded compliment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Give you an example. You're pretty for a yeah. black girl. Oof. Shit like that. Oof. And I yeah. use that example because I did see, I saw that in a program I was watching today, so it's fresh in my mind, but yeah. things like that. Mm. Yeah. Did you get it? Yeah. So, yeah. So not everything is as cut and, and some people are really, really easily swayed by this. Yeah. And then when you got somebody like Piers Morgan who turns up to work every day on Good Morning Britain, he's speaking with all these different, you know, experts in their field and politicians, and he he's obviously a highly educated man. I don't think he's well educated. I think he's mm. highly educated. Yeah. Um, he says something, and you think to yourself, ah. Oh. But if you're smart yourself, you can see through the bullshit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you put that into context of what he's said in the past. And, you know, you, you pair it with his environment and that he grew up with and that what he knows to be true and the things that he's explained and, you know, demonstrated before his viewpoints before. And you're like, oh, yeah, this ain't coming from a, an objective place. Mm -hmm. So when he's talking about Megan, he says, oh, I don't believe anything he's saying. She says, it doesn't come from an objective place. It comes from a place where you don't like her. Mm -hmm. So anything, she could give a million pound to a charity that you started. Yeah you probably still have something to say about her. Mm -hmm. Oh, she's only doing it to, to look good for the media. She's doing it to get in my good books. Like, some people are just, you're never going to make them happy. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Him walking out of ITV sealed his fate. Because mm. I can't imagine anybody else is going to, I would hope that no one else would hire him because if he's just going to give up on a program, on, on his job, because somebody said something he didn't like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> then you're not really a reliable person, are you? Yeah, yeah. So and he made that field as and well. He made... meant to take every viewpoint on board. Exactly. You're supposed to be. You're supposed yeah. to be objective. That's mm. your point, but you're not. You're on here giving your opinion, talking about freedom of speech, freedom of speech. Listen, big man, freedom of speech doesn't void consequence. Yeah. You did what you did because you're a brat. Mm. Your privilege as a white male living in Britain was questioned. Class. Yeah. Of that class was questioned mm. and you didn't like it. So yeah. what did you do? And you didn't have a comeback. So what did you do? You left mm. before you could be fully exposed. But joke's on you. Yeah. Now you are jobless. Mm. Yeah. 
You're still the person you are, mm-hmm. but you're going to have to go the Kate Hopkins route now. Mm. So good luck. Yeah. <laughs> good luck. Exactly. You know what I mean? One thing I found really funny about it was I saw a lot of people on um, on the timeline who obviously he's sat in a strop, obviously in his fields. This has just happened. Uh, so people were hitting him up on Twitter 100%. and celebrating his departure. And he was individually blocking people. And yep, people were posting screenshots of themselves saw being that. like, yep. <laughs> I've made it in life. Piers Morgan's blocked me. And so he's individually reviewing and seeing what people are saying about him mm-hmm. and blocking. And I was just like, wow. And do you know what the, 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 the irony will, will be? Mm-hmm. If he ever tries to come out and be like, yeah, that was a low point for me in my life. And, you know, my mental health took a shot. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Because you just sat there. The reason you're in this position is because you sat there and so denied somebody's believe. truth. Yeah. And said you didn't believe them. Yeah. And now look, now you're in it. Yeah. I saw someone... That, 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 my friend, is the universe. Exactly. I saw <laughs> someone say something really kind of which hit home in that you've got hundreds of thousands of people who are probably going through a lot, especially in this time that we're in right now, uh, with mental health struggles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've denied you've what you've said about someone who's coming out and being vocal mm-hmm. about their own struggles is you know, leading a lot of people to, it's setting a bad example. Mm-hmm. You won't be listened to. You won't be believed. You know, you can come out and cry mental health, uh, suicidal thoughts. Whatever. He will never what ever be able to, to he will never be able to genuinely back that campaign now. Yeah. He will never ever be able to be like, you know, mental health is a real thing. Nope. You've shown your true colors. You've shown your true colors. It's going to take a long time before your we believe. Yeah. Just and do you know what it is as well? And I saw, I saw a tweet similar to the one you were talking about and it was like, um, just talking about the general public trying to basically say that Meghan Markle was lying and that she's making it up or whatever. She's acting. That was the word that was used a lot. Oscar winning performance on Oprah. Meghan Markle will probably never see your tweet about people faking suicidal thoughts for attention, mm. but your suicidal friend will. Damn! Survey finds 97% of young women in the UK have been sexually harassed. And that's a YouGov questionnaire, which was carried out by UN uh, Women UK. Mm-hmm. And that's women aged 18 to 24. Yeah. Uh, 90%, 97% of women said that they had been subject to, subjected to sexual harassment. Crazy. And that's like, what was it, 80% overall women? Mm. That's a lot of fucking... That is wild. Man, them need to fix up, man. Like, real bars. Man, them need to fix up. And I think it's, it's, it's important to mention that sexual harassment isn't just putting your palm in cheeks. Yeah, unsolicited. See, you'd pr- be surprised how many people think that, you know. Well, it's funny you say that because I was having this conversation with my flatmate literally before we left, um, and I was saying I would like to see this survey, mm-hmm. but po- but give it to males, mm-hmm. but pose it in a different way. Yeah, pose it in a way of like how many of you have ever interacted or approached a woman using these te- techniques or using this language or using whatever and see how much is it. And then and then at the end of that, when you get that back, be like, right, FYI, these are all forms of sexual harassment. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because if you say how many of you have sexually harassed a woman, list the ways that you've done it or check every way that you've done it, you're going to get a very different response. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think a lot of, a lot of men don't realize that like I said, sexual harassment isn't just limited to the extreme of rape and even just like cupping a cheek. Mm. You know what I mean? It's yeah. inappropriate comments. It's 
not even so much like direct and overtly inappropriate comments, but inappropriate comments like, uh, oh, that dress is a bit short. Mm. Mind your business, man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Are you the dress measurer? Yeah. Who are you? Are you the, the golden standard of... Yeah. You know? And it goes back to Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan made that comment about, I know it's summer when, I forget the, his co-host's name, when she comes in with a, with a miniskirt. Mm. And it's just like, bro, first of all, you could just say she looks well presented or she comes in with bright colours or, yeah. you know what I mean? She's dressed like it's warm. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, do you know what I mean? Do yeah. that. Yeah. Don't say, oh, she comes with a mini skirt and then go on about how her legs are showing and all the rest of it. Big man, mind your fucking bit. First of all, yeah. nobody's doing it for you. Even if they were looking for exactly. attention, you are not the crop. Exactly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're mind not your audience. Yeah, exactly, bro. <laughs> this ain't your demographic. Avert your eyes, big man. Exactly. Okay? But yeah, I think stuff like that, um, or that, the, you know, oh, that's a very low cut top. Yeah. Like drawing attention to a woman's assets. Yeah. Unsolicited yeah. or you know, other or otherwise. Uh, yeah. Catcalling, wolf whistling. Mm. Yeah. These are all forms of sexual harassment. See, but a lot of men don't really think that that qualifies. And it's like, fam, it is. It is. Do you know what's crazy about this as well? Is obviously these are, uh, by definition, it's, it's harassment. It is. And it's in the context of, you know, uh, whether it be to the same sex, other sex, it's all sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. But get this though. I've had a conversation with someone whereby... Um, they asked a very simple question. They said, at what point do women mm-hmm. or men, where is that line in the sand where if the person is attractive, who's giving you the compliment, at what point is it, do you decide whether to file it in the basket of flirtation mm-hmm. or sexual harassment? So from, if it was as a male, um, if a, a woman happens to have a, a, a chiseled, six-foot, um, bearded, built, good-looking dude mm-hmm. who um, passes comment on their appearance, maybe in the workplace, maybe in another context, um, at what, you know, for someone to process that and shrug it off as, Oh, that's just the way they are, you know, a bit flirty. Mm. Oh, it's just a bit of a flirt. Do you know what I mean? Or to straight away take it as, hold on, sexual harassment. Sometimes you start to wonder, like, is it also, is a certain degree of it down to who the comment's coming from? Are you treating it the same way if it's the 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 fat bloke from IT mm-hmm. who's, got hair growing out of places it shouldn't be growing out of who's got the soup stain on the front of his shirt do you know what I mean the tire's all baggy the, the tire, shirt the shirt exactly four inches too the, big the, the glasses have got tape on them and the socks is mismatched and he smells well, like garlic like tucked into these the times sock. he ain't eating nothing with garlic but he always smells like garlic Man's that got five, dude five o'clock versus nine thirty. the morning. dude who come in there looking like Clark Kent Superman super yep. clean cut everything so are you straight away Come in with the same energy. That's my question I'm asking. And same way, mm. on the other side as well, if it's a situation where um, a dude, you know, has um, a comment passed by someone of the same or other gender, at what point, I'll, I'll flip this to, to, okay, so from your perspective, mm-hmm. if, um, if a woman was to pass a comment um, about a... 
oh wow, you've got you know on your physical appearance any attribute, mm-hmm. any attribute whatsoever, are you automatically going to uh, okay? And she repeats this kind of mm-hmm. way of addressing you. Um, are you straight away looking at like ah, hold on, hold on, hold on, inappropriate? I'm being harassed here, uh, or are you taking it as like oh, I'm being complimented? So my um, the first time. Mm-hmm. If it's just an, a straight up compliment, oh, I like, because I've had this before. Oh, like a girl might grab my arm or whatever and be, oh, that's nice or whatever. Like, because, you know, whatever. Harass- whatever. But here's Human resources, <laughs> harassment. But here's the thing. Bro, she's but, grabbing a body part and saying that's nice. No, yeah. That's a cup thing. But here's, here is. You're being cups. Here, yeah, but here is the crucial difference. Cupsology. <laughs> here's the crucial difference. <laughs> You are an abuse victim here, yeah, bro. You're being cupsed. But, but here's, I think, where the critical point lies. Right. Do I feel threatened by her? Bro, the build and size of you, ain't nobody on this planet going to make you feel intimidated. So this friend. is the difference. Women often will. Dude, okay, let me ask something, right? If a woman is being harassed in that same okay. manner, there's a little bit more of a... If he wants to get grabby, mm-hmm. there's not much I can do physically. If right. a woman wants to grab me, uh-huh. there's a lot I can do physically to stop her from doing it. Okay. So there's that kind of vulnerability when you have unwanted attention. Okay. It's about feeling safe in the moment. Right. So if a man comes up to a woman, gives her a verbal compliment, yeah. doesn't touch her, doesn't do anything, she'll feel safe because first of all, all right, even if the comment is somewhat on the fence of being inappropriate, yeah. She can feel some type of way about it, but at the same time, it's like, he's not too close to me. I'm still at distance. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And if he says something that I don't like, it's kind of like a red flag. It's like, okay, he may potentially get too close. But so therefore I have, to be, I have to be wary of his actions and wary of his intentions. <laughs> a woman can say the same thing to me and I'm like, worst case scenario, I'll you know, grab her hand and pull it away. Mm. because I'm strong enough and big enough to be able to. Right. Women often don't have that advantage or don't have that, you know, that fair, that fair game about this. So they can't, they can't physically do that. Mm-hmm. If a guy wants to grope a woman nine times out of 10, there's nothing she can do about it as it happens. She okay. can do something after it's happened, yeah. but she can't do it to stop it, if that makes sense. Okay, let me put this to you. Take away the physical aspect. Mm-hmm. Someone can still sexually harass someone over 56K modem line yeah, yeah. from across the planet. So, and there's no immediate threat of this person might take it further. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Physical. Okay, so I'm just trying to find the way, the easiest way of um, wording You're just this. trying to find... The words to describe this girl without being disrespectful. Outrageous. The remix. <laughs> oh, man. Young five prime five. Example, prime example of sexual harassment. I like Damn. Damn, you sexy, sexy bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's normalized so deeply in our world. But you know what? Like, but, so, 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 so to answer, we're out singing this in the in in the club, yeah, like, like, I know, I know. But that's what I mean. And this is where I was gonna come. This is what I was gonna say. If somebody's go to 
in terms of flirting mm. is to objectify somebody physically yeah. or say something to somebody that's inappropriate. It's a pretty weak source of, it's like you've got no source. Mm. The man that I know, the working formula yeah. is not to compliment her on her physique. Mm. Notice it. Maybe make, you know, um, a comment on her outfit. Yeah. Or if you know enough, her makeup. Because that's something that she's made an effort to produce. Yeah. It's a creation of her own design by way of pairing it with the shoes and whatever. I'm not saying that she, you know, makes the dress, but she bought that dress to match the shoes, to match the accessories. Oh, you you put yourself well together well. Like, yeah, I like your outfit. I don't, oh, there's the new Yeezys. Wavy. Mm. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Those are compliments mm. that aren't offensive and that aren't inappropriate. Yeah. Followed by banter. Mm. Make her laugh. Yeah. Do something that shows that you're not a threat. Because mm. ultimately, when you come in there with the physical, oh, you know, you're a sexy girl and, you know yeah. what I mean? Like your body shaped like Coca-Cola bottle and everything yeah. there. She knows you're objectifying her. Yeah. At that point, you've made your intentions very, very clear and she's not on it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or grabbing her by the arm or grabbing her by the waist and you don't even know her. Yeah. What are you doing, man? Keep yeah. your hands to yourself. Yeah. You can compliment people. You can build a uh, an initial bond with somebody by just being courteous, giving a compliment of something that they have worked towards, not just they grew up and they've got a big bum and big breasts. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Okay. Bam. Sometimes I'm not found to be funny, so you know. <laughs> but but it's but the thing is, like yeah. honestly, from my experience and from experiences that I've heard other girls talk about, mm. girls like funny more than anything else. Ah. Funny, money, handsome. When you ask them, why yeah. are you with this man? Or why did you, ah, uh, he just made me laugh. Mm. Or he's really funny. I don't think anyone will ever admit money though. <laughs> nah, some girls will, <laughs> It'll man. be there. Oh, go, to, go to Dubai, they will tell you. Oh. Go to Dubai, they'll be like, yeah, money. I, I just want a guy for his money. Or I like it when a guy has money. Mad. Yeah, man. Mad. They are get out here. But you know what's crazy about, oh, on the whole harassment and like sexual harassment, and what the different forms it can take, the different ways it can come about. Yeah. There's certain ways, like some people are so smooth with it that you might not even realize it, yeah. like how bad the extent, you know, there's so many things that are so in certain um, workplaces that, uh, you know, certain language that's used, but people will just be like, yeah, that's the norm around here. Like it's within this industry. That's how we do it. Or that's what's an example like, of that. Yeah, so in, in a male-dominated uh, kind of industry and environment where it's probably about 90% male, uh, mm. if not more, there's just certain... Um, when a female does come into that environment, uh, very rarely, uh, people actually have to make a conscious effort to tone down their language because the kind of language that's flying about in there is unruly. So when you say language, you mean like... Lash language or language like, banter with expletive language right, and okay. you know like sexual kind of innuendos and, and, okay, and I get you. you know the kind of thing that like um someone will be easily offended by. Do you know so, what's funny though? Sorry to cut cut you off, but that's kind of what I'm getting at. Mm. You don't need to like none of my friends, yeah. you included, partake mm. in that language even when there's a group of mandem. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's like low hanging fruit low, low that's like bottom tier banter yes. that's like now the 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 verbal version of slapstick like yes. it's just it's just yeah. it's, it's the type of jokes you make when you've you and your friends and you're 11 you just 
you say the word boobies for no reason. Yeah. Like that's the level of humor exactly. that it brings. Exactly. So if you haven't evolved to that level where you can just have banter without Yeah. Like if I'm if me and Amanda are in there cracking, cracking joke, yeah. My mum could walk in. Yeah. And I wouldn't change the, certain the, topics yeah. I would steer from. Exactly. But my language, my mannerisms, exactly. my my you know, my performance in that yeah. is not changing. You wouldn't change the tone. The tone don't change, baby. <laughs> Bazinga. Yeah, you're damn right. But you know what's crazy is like bomb. some people will um as an icebreaker, they're maybe the new person in the room and they want to kind of prove where they're at on the laddish tier of standing. Do you know what I mean? So they want to win. <laughs> Just walk points. up to you. I had a threesome in 94. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Them dudes are... Who are you? <laughs> Why are you in the cubicle with me while I'm taking my morning poop? Like, what are you doing? My it's guy, you are in the urinal next to me. Please you? move one over. Tom down. Them dudes, or you're in a night out. Oversharers. <laughs> Precisely. So icebreaker, you are out somewhere. And you, someone who you can tell they want to be down with you, they want to be your friend. But rather than just come over and introduce themselves, they'll come over and say something that is lewd and crass. Bro, <laughs> bro, I know you have had this. Yeah. Being a black person in a uh, predominantly white place. Yep. In a nightclub. Mm. Ah, can I like 50 Cent Air? Whom's are you? <laughs> Why have you chosen me? To come up and yeah. talk about 50 cent. 50 blood clots said. Because I'm black wearing a, uh, wearing a do-rag or because like, yeah. what? Like, first of all, hi, my name is Aleem. Like, <laughs> this, you know what? that's how a conversation goes. Oh, you're having a good time tonight. Not, ah, oh, have you heard the new G-Unit album? What the hell are you talking Bro, about, man? Do you know the No, people? I listen to Mozart. Exactly. I, li- I, I have, you know, Tchaikovsky <laughs> is on my playlist right exactly. now. Why would you assume that? Yeah. But you know what's the, 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 the absolute funniest is when you get people from the older generation trying to use that as a reference point with the little that they know about black music, right? Modern black music. But Dude, I've had, I've had like some dudes who are of an age range where they need not be using these languages. <laughs> Coming up, being like, ah, I'm quite into the rap music myself. Uh, there's that, uh, 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 what's his name? The the pack, the the what's his name? The Sam, Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> Come up with some rap. Do you mean Tupac, sir? Yeah. Ah, that's him. I the Tupac, the Tupac. I a decent band. Them like I've been listening to, <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> and it's like, this is hurting me physically. I want to get away from here. Yeah, everybody like, is embarrassed right it's now. Like, oh, I'm, my son is quite into the 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 um, M and M's. You know the, uh, and it's like, oh, dude. Yes, yeah, please stop it is, this. It is awkward. It's, it's physically hurting. It's like me. they see you, and because they know they don't have any affiliation with you. Yeah. That they just pick up on something Affinity. that they think that but, they might you might enjoy. Yeah, but why is like, their reference? Point? I like rims. Yeah. What? <laughs> but why is their reference point for young black guy rap music? Why isn't it, or the one that I've had before, which I've discussed on this this mm. podcast before, is um, football players. So when I tell people I'm oh, African, yeah. they'll be like, "Oh, the one African player who ever played for their team." <laughs> and literally, what do they know about? anything to do with Africa or being African, nothing. They just know his name. So it's like, they'll repeat his name at you mm. and hope you give them more rope to be like, 
Alright. <laughs> that was my cousin. Do you know what? when I first came up here, the amount of times people would come up to me in the nightclub yeah. and tell me mm. that I can dance. Because <laughs> they want the biscuit, bro. They want they the, the cookie see of your approval wa- to be like... See Chris Brown in the ring. They want to see me do bloody Step Up and, and yeah. Honey and what was that other film? Um, Stomp the Yard and them. T- they want to see all of these things that they've seen on yeah. TV and be yeah. like, oh, black people, they move very well. Yeah. Like you've got served and them things there. I'm oh, like, bro. I mean, I can throw a few moves, but that's not the point. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the like, point. the point it's is that point. don't just come up to me and demand tell me that I can dance. You don't know me. <laughs> Rubbing at a party where it's literally... I'm just coming and minding my own damn song. business. I'm in the queue to check my coat. Exactly. And you're telling me to do pop, lock and it. drop. Yeah. yeah. I've had someone run up to me with pace, with speed. Why? Song from Step Up came on. Mm. No, Honey. The, the theme song from Honey came on in the place. Run up to me with speed. <laughs> <laughs> and scream, dance bell. <laughs> they're looking straight at me, and I'm like, dude, you've declared a dance bell. I'm not a participant. Why are you bringing this to me? Why? It's like, me? it's like, yeah, it's just literally, it's gonna be a. It's just miss, miss. Like, I get the need to be, you know, to want to be able to identify with somebody yeah and relate you know, to and relate to somebody and have something in common but some people are just so out of sync it's okay to not know stuff you know yeah and it's even more okay to ask genuine questions out of interest mm. in fact i'd rather that yeah i'd rather someone came up to me when i came here in 2006 instead of saying you can dance mm. be like oh do you know this song Mm. I've seen this film, such and such, and I think it's amazing. Is that that's like obviously based in America, but you being from London, does yeah. that happen as well? Is there a, a dance community in London? Mm. You know, there's a few pockets in in, in Edinburgh, <laughs> so, in Scotland. So, so but okay. you know, what it is even at my even when it's I was young line, though, because when someone's going down that line of inquiry, oh, do you do this in you know this approach to dance? Have you? <laughs> Someone can, can cross the line real quick and be like, oh, 100%. do you all wear do-rags and <laughs> but here's gather my, in a circle? And <laughs> but here's my thing. Cheer each here's other my on. Thing. At least you've tried to yeah. open up a dialogue about it instead of just shorting it, coming to your own conclusion, yeah. two plus two equals 44, yeah. and like just thrown a stereotype at me yeah. and expecting stereotype it to stick. Dot yeah, literally expecting it yeah. to land. And I'm just like, why... That, that, that cannot be your go-to, man. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? Like, you can't just do that because mm. it's that same attitude that justifies, oh, she was wearing that short skirt. She yeah. definitely wanted sexual attention. Oof. She definitely wanted sexual harassment. No, yeah. what you've done is you've basically seen a girl dressed a certain way yeah. and you've said, where have I seen that before? Oh, yeah, there's this prostitute that I saw in Barcelona's La Rambla strip one time she was yeah. dressed exactly the same yeah. she was a prostitute so yeah. like it's that it's that distant association yeah. that has that just voids all context I and think, all respect yeah. that you jump from zero, point A to point Z and yeah. a half and you've just made this massive massive assumption about yeah. somebody yeah. based on your lack of knowledge yeah do you see yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So the two are the same. It's the same attitude applied in different in circumstances. Different, yeah, different, yeah. 
So watch what you say. Yeah, watch what you say. Like you have to be very careful about how you word things because you don't know the experience that somebody's had before with that very sentence. Mind your manners. Yeah. That's that's all that comes down to. But ultimately, man, like if you want to flirt with a girl or flirt with a guy, just do it with banter. Yeah. Don't sexualize it from the jump. Mm. Do it with banter. Do it with intellect. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Don't just be out here talking about walls of nice titties. What? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> what? That's a nice bulge you have there, sir, in your pants. Uh, I've had a girl come up to me yeah. and literally say to me, yeah. oh, your camel tail is giving me camel toe. I said, please get away That's from me. That's ridiculous. I've, li- I've had a human grown woman uh, come up to me and say, your camel tail is giving me camel toe. I said, mm-mm, mm-mm, no, we're not but, doing this. I'm leaving. Did she get any points for wordplay at least or not, 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 not? She's not a rapper. Yeah. But I did not hear no instrumental. I suppose. Yeah. There was, there was no microphone at hand, you know, <laughs> she didn't pull up on a man, you know. She would just be like, hey, spud, but fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. There was bars. Bars, but, but remove but, yourself. But leave now. <laughs> Boo. You're harassing. I'll, I'll yeah. bring out the broom, the Apollo. <laughs> I'll sweep her off the stage. Boo. <laughs> boo, bitch. Boo. Do you know what is mad? When I think about, you hear, I mean, the word itself, harass. Do you know how strong a word that is? <laughs> In my mind, what pops up when, when I hear harass? Harassment. Har- like pester. Harassment. Pestilence. Like someone just being bombarded and swarmed and harass. Like I used to um, relentlessly pressed. I used to <laughs> I mean, I, I, we, so <laughs> I'm gonna clip this out and send it to a particular group of friends of mine, right? But there was a guy that I knew in university, and they will know who I'm talking about and they'll know why I'm not saying certain things. But there was a guy that we knew in university. And we literally said, your method of getting girls is bombardment. (laughs) All right. Bombardment. This guy would literally harass a female for as long and as intensely as he could Mm. until she basically just admitted defeat, rolled over on her back and showed him her belly. Like that was, that was literally like patterned behavior. All right. It was just like, wow, like you, and then he would come up, like he would like, throughout the night, he might come up to us and be like, oh yeah, I'm making some headway with this girl. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, that terminology is very bad. Like it's not applicable (laughs) to like chatting up and meeting girls, man. Like, what do you mean you're making headway? Uh, If she said no, or she's not giving you the green light for the jump, keep it moving, bro. That's like when people say they're grafting somebody. Stop grafting. Grafting, bro. That word. That reminds me of a miner grafting. picking away at like yeah. a, a tunnel to yeah. try and dig through to, yeah. to find treasure. Yeah. Stop. Stop doing it. Stop it right now. Please, I beg. <laughs> so yeah, we used to call him we used to call him bombardment. He what just was, didn't get it. What were his results like? Was it like someone could see it for what it was and they're like, No, the majority of the girls were like, fuck off, mm. creep or whatever. Um there were some girls who cottoned on a bit late as to what he was doing yeah. and would actually, like, it's very bad actually, but they would come to us and be like, yeah, that guy's, like, your friend's being a bit... A bit much. A bit much, yeah, like, he's being a bit, like, creepy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we would honestly have to, like, step, put him to the side. And this is so bad. We had to distract him. This mm-hmm. girl came up and, you know, told us, oh, yeah, he's been a bit of a creep. 
Like he keeps asking when I'm going home and what way I'm going, if you want to share a taxi and whatever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Because when she came up, I was like, oh, are you asking me to see, uh, to get some sort of approval or like, because, you know, like, are you asking me because you're interested or are you, and then I very quickly realized it was like a low-key cry for help. Yeah. So I told my other mate and we basically had to distract him mm-hmm. so she could leave. Oh, right. And then, yeah, it was, yes. and that's when I was, that, that is when I was like, there's something wrong with this guy. Yeah. Like there's something severely and internally wrong with him. When you've got to set up a decoy. <laughs> For a person that we don't even know. Yeah. We had to save, it was a mutual friend, but he knew her more. It was kind of like, I knew her, but didn't know her that well to be setting up, to be saving her in that way. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like for her to have come to me, she must have been in a predicament. Mm. You know what I mean? Them ones there. Yeah. yeah. And I just remember thinking, fuck man, this guy is he's, he's, he's on. weird. No, but uh, it gets to the point where it's like weird, man. Yeah. And yeah. And there was a series of other things that, you know, that explained that behavior. But mm. at the time I was just like, that's fucked, man. But, yeah, yeah, man. But when you were out with my man, did you ever have a taste of his, of, of any drink he was clutching and make sure it didn't mysteriously taste a bit uh, or hypnotic? <laughs> nah, man. Uh, nah, we just, nah. Mm-mm. Do you know what's crazy about all that, right? Uh, I remember when I first heard about that, like the the whole date rape and uh, oh, shit, people. Yeah. And do you know what's crazy about drinking that? Do you know what's crazy about it? Um, I saw on the news where a girl was saying, you just don't know how commonplace this shit is. Like, for real, for real, watch out for your friends because this is happening everywhere. And for me, it was a thing where it was like, it's a thing you've heard about on news and stuff, but it's not real. Then at one point, I did actually witness it in real life. And I was focused on something else. I was looking along the bar. I was out and I was looking along the bar trying to get someone's attention. But in between me and the long end of this bar, obviously there's people with their drinks set down. And then I noticed one person was in conversation with a girl. And you know when someone reaches over to pick up their drink? Mm. And I was just like, okay, well, if he is reaching over to pick that drink up, then that's a shit way to hold a glass. He was putting his hand over it. Right. And he didn't pick the glass up. Right, okay. So in my time of trying to like get someone's attention across the way, I've seen that and I've just been like, because of what I've seen on TV, usually I've seen that and I'll think nothing of it because I'm like, oh, it it could be anything, it could be whatever. But it was literally the week when I've seen this on the news and they're talking about it. hypersensitive to it. And I was hypersensitive to it. And I just told um, one of the people behind the bar, uh, like right away before anybody in this place, especially that young woman, before she picks that up, that drink up, um, take it, take it off the bar right now, and then we'll deal with security and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I don't know the outcome of that situation if it was found to actually mm. have had something in it, but um, yeah, the they didn't the, the people behind the bar didn't question it for a second. Yeah, they, they retrieved the drink, they discarded it, um, and then I remember there was a massive like awareness campaign about you know roofies in the club and date rape and all the rest of it, yeah. and I remember. For a good month, a lot of the girls, when they had like open top glasses as mm. opposed to like bottles or whatever, they were walking around with napkins over the glass. Yeah. And I said, This is bad, man. This is bad. this is a sad state problem. of affair that we're in when women go out and they feel that they need to cover yeah. 
Yeah. Something so small. They they have to consider the mm. safety of their drink. Yeah. Because somebody might be out there spiking them. Mm. And it's just and when you see things like that, you're just like, fuck, there must be some sick men in this world yeah. for people to feel that that's a necessary, that's a normal thing to do. Yeah. Why don't we just give everyone sippy cups? Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. just, it's just fucking this weird, man. So and for the guys who are going out there uh, with the intention of drugging someone, going out there equipped. So their thought process has been like, acquire this drug. Yeah. It's not an accident. Pilot, have it ready for use. Go out with the intention purely of man them making are put, use Man of them this. are putting it like in their wallet. Yeah. For for safe, for, for ready for action. Just like they'd put the man a, are ready. A, a, a rubber in there. They're yeah. They're putting that in there. They're putting that oh, in there. They're putting it next to their aftershave. It'll spray a bit of that and then, you know, make sure you pick man. up the... But yeah, it's, it's a it's a really it's not a, it's not a pleasant um, it's not a pleasant world to enter into you know be a part of when you got a, when that's when that's something that people are being told that you have to do for your own safety. Mm. That's mental. That's like imagine growing up and being told, oh, uh, when you go to the club, make sure you wear a stab proof vest, yeah, bulletproof vest. What well, might be people from stabbing. from I hear that, yeah. I'm not going. Yeah. If I brother, if if I go home to London and a man says, "Oh, we're gonna go motive," mm. but hear what? You got Teflon. <laughs> what? Have you got like a bulletproof vest or a stab-proof vest? Yeah. No. Why would I need that? Oh, this, it kind of it pops off at this party. venue sometimes. You know, as techie is, but it's just better to be safe than sorry, big man. I'll be at home. Safe than sorry. Is safe I'm. I'm. At, I'm. Of, avoidance is better than safe. Yeah. First of all. Yeah. So guess what? Here's what. If you want to go, go. Mm. If you want to FaceTime me and tell me how lit it is, cool, do that. Yeah. But guess what? Me and my backside, me and my chest mm. are going to be unpoked. Intact. So enjoy that because yeah. I'm not going to these places. There's not a rave in this planet mm. that I want that is willing, that I'm willing to go to if that's, if you know, that's the, on the agenda. The precursor. Yeah. Man didn't say no hats, no hoods. Man yeah. said bring the bulletproof thing. Yeah. Nah, yeah, I'm sorry. This, is, this is not a venue that I want to come to. <laughs> Thanks for rocking with us so far. Uh, I've had a lot. We've Thanks we've for actually not had jumping ship. Hey, do you know? No, do you know what I'm not? It's the numbers. The thousands are, of new podcasts that come online every day. hundred oh, percent. Oh, like there's been some other podcasters that listen to our stuff. Okay. And in turn, you know, I've listened to theirs, and there's some interesting content out there. So, um, you know, having having a conversation with a couple of these other podcasters is really really interesting because you get to see because thing is with just general with podcasting it's it's often based off of just general conversations yeah. and you know for every two people in this world there's a unique conversation yeah and then yeah, you know so. you throw a third person a fourth person into that conversation that changes the dynamic it's the possibilities are endless yeah and i genuinely think that even though there's so many different podcasts that just sprout up every day mm. more powers man because I mean, there's content for everybody, man. Exactly. There's never too many TV channels and there's yeah. never too many podcasts. There's never too much music. Exactly. So good look. So I think um, this week in particular, I'm going to make an effort to check out a few more podcasts that people have been telling me um, mm. to check out. Like a few people that I know have started their own thing. So I'm going to check out some stuff like that. Some of those, some of their content. But yeah, man, our listenership is growing, by the way. So a shout out oh. to everybody that's listening, new listeners, continued listeners. Uh, yeah, we appreciate your presence and the feedback is growing okay. on socials and, you know, just in the DMs and stuff. So I don't know if you've got any, you've been getting DMs about certain episodes. Yeah, or I, I've, I've, 
uh, had people trying to disprove uh, points that I've raised, trying to argue. Um, (laughs) And and that's fine because ultimately these are conversations that, you know, will will reach further and wider. uh, And these are conversations I want to have with the world. Yeah. So we've got a podcast. And like I said, man, when we get that, um, when, you know, certain restrictions are lifted, there's certain people that want to get in the room, man. Yeah. Certain conversations are going to pop when they get in here. Um, in a good way, <laughs> not in a conflict <laughs> table throwing. And- Chairs, table. <laughs> exactly. WWE. Drinks get flung on people's face and all that. So, but yeah, there's, there's certain people I want to get in the room so we can actually chop it up. Yeah. Old school style. But yeah, Real episode talk. 14. What's going on people You're now listening to The Reasoning and Seasoning Podcast With myself Ellen Tone And me King Sims Make sure you check out New episodes every Friday On Spotify And weekly on YouTube You can also follow us On Instagram and Twitter At Reasoning and Seasoning Podcast 